Okay, we are in Sefer Zechariah, Perik Beis, Pasuk Aleph, the Esso Esenai Vaere. And Perik Beis is literally a continuation of the Nevoah we had in Perik Aleph. And already we see a certain stylistic um, form of Zechariah's Nevoos emerging. For one, we have seen that the visions he gives has usually a number associated with it, and the number so far and will be today the number four. We saw that yesterday we spoke of the four horsemen. Today we're going to speak of four horns. Then we're going to speak of four carpenters. And so that vision, Zechariah himself, we see, is not immediately able or does not explain it. Instead, he consults with a malach, an ever-present malach at his side, sometimes more than one, that transmits the vision. This seeming inability of Zechariah to relate what he's seen directly without the intervention of a malach gives rise to the Mephorshim who intimate, foremost among them the Radak, that this is indicative of the slowly ebbing, slipping away of the power of Nevoah, of the Ruach HaKodesh that is given to Nevi'im. We know he's the next to last Navi in Treosor, and before Malachi, he is the next to last Navi in our history. And so the Radak is implying that the cryptic messages, the cloudy visions, the obscure interpretations, the assistance by an ever-present Malach indicates this withdrawal. Um, Abarbanel emphatically rejects the Radak, says that can't be. He's between Haggai and Malachi, and Haggai and Malachi are crystal clear in their nevuos, so it can't be a total withdrawal, and even posits the Arabanel that maybe Zechariah is on a deeper level of vision and a deeper level of meaning, and so that's why you need that interpretation. In any event, we always or so far have been ending these nevuos with beautifully positive words of Nechama, whether it's Nechama after the completion of the Beis HaMikdash, or it's Nechama, some say, Bimos HaMashiach. So let us begin. I lifted my eyes, I see four horns. As the Malbin says, um, it are horns that signify goring, kihakronos heim lenogach. It's the horns of an animal that have come to gore. The uh, Omar el Hamalach, and now Zechariah turns to the Malach, Hadover, who speaks to him consistently. Moela, what are these? Vayomer Eli, Ela hakronos, Asher Zaru es Yehuda es Yisrael, the Yushalayim. These are the horns 
that have or will scatter in the future <clears throat> Yehuda and Yisrael and Yerushalayim. So in a way, we're going to see it's logical that he may need assistance on this because what do the four chronos represent? According to Radak, it's the four traditional enemies of B'nai Yisrael that have exiled it, whether it's Bavel or Paras, says Radak, uh, Yavon or Romi, those four in sequence. He does not know of them, Zechariah. He is living in the age of Bavel, and so that he needs an assistance to clarify. But these are the four nations that have going to cause a lot of trouble. They're going to zoru es Yehuda es Yerushalayim. Vayareni Hashem Arbacharashim. And now the Kaddish Baruch Hu shows me four Harashim. Harashim can alternatively be described as craftsmen or carpenters. Um, and what are they for? Their job, as we're going to see, is to cut down on those nations who exiled B'nai Yisrael. Um, what's their function? I asked my companion Malach. These Kronos, these four oppressive nations, that scattered Yehuda, Kifi Ishlo Nasav was so powerful that a person could not lift his head in resistance against them. These four craftsmen will come to inspire terror into those four horns of goring. Those who gored Israel, who scattered it, will now be scattered themselves. So some of the unfortunate point out this could be spoken in sequence that just as Bavel destroyed Israel, Paras comes to destroy Bavel, just as they did Bavel, Yavon comes to destroy Paras, then Rome to destroy Greek and so on and so on. Um, Radak has an interesting interpretation that Radak says that those four craftsmen are Mashiach ben David, Mashiach ben Yosef, Eliyahu, and the Kohen Sedek, that those are the four that are going to destroy them. It is a spiritual, not a physical thing. There is also a tremendous difference among the Mephoshim that is Zachar you're talking about now by Yeshani and its immediate future is this Achris Hayamim. It's in the days of Mashiach. Um, so now we are promised that the four craftsmen will destroy the four chronos that have scattered us to the four corners. You might ask some of Horsham, interpolate the four as we have been scattered to the four corners of the world. Um, and now I lift my eyes. ish. I see another man. Again, a malach. This is another malach. It could be malach three here. Uh, coming towards me, 
He is carrying a measuring stick. And I said, where are you going? To this, the Malach answers, I am coming to measure you, Shalayim. In other words, I am coming at the Kaddish Baruch Hu's will to measure the distances, the measurements of Yerushalayim, and you can interpret this as um, when Bnei Yisrael comes back, the measurements of the temple, remember it was wasteland under Nebuchadnezzar, it will restore the measurements to what they were before. But then, Omar Ana Hashem, and I see this man with the measurement. The Omar he says, I'm going at the Kaddish Baruch's commandment. Kama Rachba, the Kama Orka, length and breadth of Yerushalayim. The Hine Hamalach Hadover be, and this Malach, as he is explaining it to me, he Yotze Umalach Acher. Either by your count it could be three, or this could be the fourth Malach that now comes to meet him. Vayomer a love, and now he says, Go tell this Nar. Nar here refers to Zechariah, because he was at a fairly young age, and sometimes that is used. Yoshua. It was in his mid-70s when it's called Nar, so that it depends on the way the usage is interpreted. But tell Zechariah, tell Zechariah in effect, this Malach that is now coming, following the Malach with the measuring stick, is coming to say no, he's on a higher level. Forget the measuring stick. Because Prazos Teshev Yerushalayim Merov Adam Ubehema Besocha. Yerushalayim will not be limited by measurements, width, length, breadth. It will be a place where thousands and thousands will dwell. Ubehema Besocha will be filled with humans and animals. Says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, this is the Malach talking to the original measuring Malach. I will be in their midst. Chomas Eish Saviv. You won't need a wall. I will put a wall of fire around the city. That could mean, of course, metaphorically, that the spirit of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Some say it will be a literal wall of fire of protection. Ulechvod uh, and I will rest my covered in there. So what he's saying, forget measurements. There's going to be no limit to Yerushalayim. And I will be in its midst. Now Zechariah turns to those who have not yet come back, the present-day Jews. Again, his fundamental mission is to get the Jews back working on that Beis Hamikdash. Hi, hi, Venosumir at Safon. Woe to you in the north. 
The North could be Babel, could be Ashur, could be other countries, Nu Hashem. Kika Arba Ruchos Hashamayim, again the number four, because like the four winds of the skies, Perashta Eschem Nu Hashem, I have scattered you among the four corners of the earth. Now, if you're not sure that he is indeed speaking to the people of Babel, the Jews who remain there, who have not come back, you, woe to you, Zion, who have fled and are dwelling in the daughters of Babylon. It is you I am talking to. Says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, I will now visit those Goyim who laid you to waste, who despoiled you. And I will teach them a lesson that he who starts up with you, he who devastates you, he who touches you, is like he is touching with force the pupil of his eye. Some say it's metaphorically that it's like the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the pupil of his eye. I am going to stretch my hand over you. You will be the booty for those you have enslaved. And you will know this isn't an accident. This isn't Derech Ateva. It is I, the Kaddish Baruch, who have sent it. Now begins Rani Vesimchi Basion, Rejoice Basion. This is the Mafter we read on Shabbos Bahalosha and Shabbos Hanukkah. Rani Vesimchi Basion, Kihinini Ba. I am coming, says the Kaddish Baruch Veshachanti Besochech, I will dwell amongst you, Nuhum Hashem. Venilvu Goyim Rabim, and it will not just be you. It will be, and this, of course, it would imply the Messianic age. Many nations will respond to this, will see the miracles the Kaddish Baruch performed for you. By Yom Ha'hu, Um, they will come to me as my nation. They will recognize the singular creator of the world is the Kaddish Baruch Hu. I will dwell amongst you. They will know it is I who have sent uh, them back to Yerushalayim and that they are being brought back to us. I will eternally set up the inheritance of Judah on Admas HaKodesh. I will once again select Yerushalayim as my city. Be quiet, as it were. Be silent. Every creature of flesh before God. Me my own cut show because he is dwelling in his sanctuary. Uh, in other words, be silent because the presence of the Kaddish Baruch Hu is amongst you. He is dwelling in the sanctuary. Again, a positive, be it in the future, be it in the end of days, be it in the immediate blessing of the Bayashani, we end on a very powerful note of Nechama, 
the Kaddish Baruch who restored to Yerushalayim and the Beis Hamikdash. We continue in Yitzah Hashem with these Nevuos of Zechariah tomorrow, 9.45 a.m. Be there. You won't want to miss it. Ad Khan.